What's up, my friends? This is Dustin Stelzer with the Electrician You Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about hating yourself. Uh, no, this is like a real big thing. And, and after just talking to a lot of people, I get emails from people all the time um, and have been for years. People that are just like, oh, man, I watched this video and like something you said uh, changed the way that I was thinking about things. And like, I'm so much happier now. And um, just a lot of a lot of friends that I've had, family and stuff. I've, I've just realized over time that like people really beat themselves up all the time. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like y'all don't know me on a personal level, but I try to be a, as authentic as possible with all of y'all. I talk about my life. I, if anybody meets me at like an event or something, you're going to meet the same person that you see on screen, right? Like I'm pretty authentic about my life and the, the way that I feel about things and, and what's going on. And I've talked about having issues with, you know, like sponsorship, um, feeling like, you know, that I, like if I have a sponsor, then I'm a sellout, you know, but at the same time I have several employees and I have to keep food on their table. So like part of our monetization model is sponsorship. So like I've, you know, gone back and forth in my head about that. I've gone through imposter syndrome being like, who the hell am I to be talking about electricity? Like I'm just an electrician and what do I know? You know, and I've gone through the gamut of self-talk to get my head twisted around in a way where I doubt myself and it will start affecting whether or not I want to continue doing things. So being able to grasp a hold of my thoughts is something that I learned from a really early age, probably, I don't know, like 25, I'm 38 now, I'll be 39. Damn, Jesus, almost hitting that 4.0 soon in April. Uh, but I learned, you know, quite a while ago, um, through reading some books by like Eckhart Tolle, the power of now and a new earth, um, just reading a lot that the idea that our thoughts are not able to be stopped is something we don't think about, but I've come across that information early on enough that I've realized through practice, you can actually stop your thinking and you really need to stop your thinking on a pretty consistent basis and just, or maybe not stop your thinking, but just be aware of the things you think. So I did a video back on my first ever channel journey to master, um, talking about consciousness and kind of where you're shining your light. And throughout the day, most people are just kind of subconsciously programmed in their mind to be thinking about things and they don't really realize what they're thinking about. But you, if you know, like if you're, um, if you're like having an argument with, your wife, uh, throughout the day, you're going to keep thinking about that argument, or you're going to be thinking about what you might possibly say when you get home and what she said the night before. And, and you're like unconsciously using up mental energy on something that's not even happening in the present. So rather than being fully focused and present on whatever task you have in front of you, you're distracted by this stuff that's not even ha you're having conversations in your head with a person who's not having conversations with you. You like, do you realize how crazy that is? It's like literally just talking to a brick wall, how nonsensical we would look at a, the behavior of a person standing in the middle of a room talking to a, a brick wall. But we all do that all day, every day inside of our heads. Now the real beautiful thing about the realization of this is that you can observe your own thoughts. If you catch yourself thinking about something, you can sit there and be like, whoa, I'm doing it. 
I'm like unconsciously, my mind's just running around like a, like a, a rabid monkey. You can stop the thoughts. You can actually be like, okay, uh, I'm doing it. So stop. And then if you shift what you're thinking about to something else, you can change what you can change everything about your life. You can change your emotions and you can change the bad feeling that's associated with all of those thoughts. So uh, an example of this is, you know, like say you're say you had a relationship that was troubling with a father figure in your life uh, early on for most of your younger age, the likelihood of you being an older person and still having the uh, effects of that living in your life in the present time is going to be pretty possible. Uh, a lot of people that have problems with their mothers end up being comedic in some way. So like a lot of famous comedians, uh, they have, uh, they have like troubled relationships with their mothers and there's for some reason in um, male psychology, maybe female too, I guess I, I don't really know, but I know like with a lot of the males that are famous comedians, they have troubled relationships with their mothers. So one way that that expresses itself out is to use comedy as a way to get some kind of a feeling. Whereas a lot of men that have um, troubled relationships with their fathers, they end up being really hard workers. They, they, they overcompensate with that problem by working themselves to death um, to try to almost like gain some sort of respect in their own mind about themselves. So just that, that all just goes to show that like when you're young and things happen to you or you go through things, they often adumbrate through the rest of your life. And a lot of times they, you know, calm down, but they're still subconsciously there because you haven't chosen to take time and look at them. And through, you know, since I was 25, since I really started to like self-reflect and watch myself and watch how I talk to people and then think about it afterwards, about like how I said things to people or to think about like the constant negative, crazy story that I have going around in my head about myself all the time. Once I started realizing it, I was like, oh my God, I do this all day, every day. Like for the longest time, I would call myself an idiot. Anytime I messed up, I'd be like, oh, you fucking idiot. You know, like a lot of people do that, but like, why do you do that? Why don't you just be like, oh, oops, messed up, move on. Why do you call yourself an idiot? Chances are you probably had a parent that called you an idiot every time you screwed something up when you were young. And so you've got this weird lingering thing where you're not even aware that you do it because you've kind of bought into this idea that you do think that you're an idiot. And that's the kind of stuff, like as little as that one example is, I bet there's like 300 examples in your life from different people, from different things that have happened that you're just not proud of and that you kind of wish you didn't do. There's probably people out there that are terrified to make a decision that know that they're in a place in their life that they're not doing something and they're terrified to do something because they've tried a thing in the past and it failed and they fell flat on their face and they were embarrassed by it. They were ashamed of themselves. How dare you even go out and try to do something because look what happens every time you try something, you fail, like stop doing stuff. And so now moving forward, every time they try to do something, they want to, but they keep getting wrapped up in this like turmoil inside of themselves about the failure thing that happened a long time ago. And it's just going to happen again. And so they're like overanalyze every single action and decision and possible outcome of everything to the point where it's just so overwhelming that they don't do anything at all because that feels safer than doing something and possibly failing. 
but if you realize <laughs> if you realize the silliness in that as as close to home as that may be for you if you realize that life is all failure it, we just fail and fail and fail and fail but there's some of us that choose to fail forward and some of us that choose to fail backwards and if you're somebody that fails backwards it means when you fail you go backwards and you don't try to move forward and progress any further because of the failure because you're so afraid of failure but then there's people out here that are entrepreneurial that are push they push forward constantly and they realize that through failing more and more and more we can find the thing that makes us succeed and that's kind of a scary prospect to somebody that fears failure going through life trying to fail seems really scary but i will i will say like firsthand i'm somebody that always moves towards a thing i want regardless of the discomfort and there are people out there that move away from the things that they don't want they they don't want to feel a certain way so they always move away from that thing either way you can be really successful but what it requires is it requires you to continue moving past the failure so either you move away from the comfortable thing and you keep moving or you move towards the thing that you want regardless of the uncomfortable things and you just keep moving forward and i know that can sound a lot easier said than done sometimes but with you doing nothing you're not going to get anywhere that is 100% damn sure so if there's anything that's like bothering you in your life that you really don't feel comfortable where you're at you don't have enough money and you're tired of being here like Eminem says in uh, in Eight Mile, you ever get tired of living down here, or you know, like living here, and you think you need to live down here? Whatever the hell he says, I don't know. I'm butchering that, but you know, like that was that was a moment for him in that movie of like I'm so tired of trying and trying and trying and not getting up, not climbing up. That like maybe I should just accept that I'm a down here kind of person, and this is where I should be. No no stop like that's not how life works if you ever want to get somewhere and do something you have to push there's always going to be discomfort always even the most successful people the most wealthy people that you know they just have different problems that are bigger but they've taught themselves over time to just keep pushing anyways and that is a mindset and you come to the realization of that once you start observing your thoughts once you realize like my head's a minefield of, of not good stuff constantly. So let's maybe change that behavior and test it for a little while. Be scientific about this. Instead of telling yourself all these bad things and thinking that you're not good and thinking about you know what could happen if you fail, how about you just try something and fail at it and don't be judgmental about the un- outcome. Don't like hold on to the outcome. Just try a thing and see how it works. And if it doesn't work well, try it again you're going to live forever or you sorry you're not going to live forever you're going to live for a really long time so like you could try a lot of things and fail at a lot of things and it's still okay because you still have so much time to try other things so rather than being afraid to make a decision just make a decision don't worry about all of the adumbrations of possible realities in which this thing doesn't work just tell yourself i'm going to try this thing and i don't care what happens I'm just going to try it for the sake of trying it. You know, like, I don't know if you want to go to the gym, but you're like worried about, you know, oh, it's going to take forever. I don't want to wait like six months to start feeling healthy. It's like, no, just, just go to the gym once, just one time, go to the gym and like, see how you feel afterwards. It can't be that 
hard for, you know, for you to like try one thing and analyze the result from it. So what's, what's really helpful is if you change your own perspective on everything. So you have the choice in your mind of what you think about and what you think about yourself. And I find that as a practice, it's really helpful if I tell myself good stuff about myself and I do it often, you know, like if I'm going through something where I'm doubting myself or I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm not good enough at something, I immediately see myself thinking those thoughts and I say, stop, I say it out loud. And then I start pushing different thought in my head. I start saying like, oh man, you have a really great life. Like, what are you complaining about, man? <laughs> like you have, a, you have a killer life, you know, you're self-employed. You've got a bunch of people around you who are like actually really quality, great human beings. You are doing what you want. You set out on this mission to like do electrical stuff and make a, a brand and record yourself. And like now you can do whatever you want. You can live whatever kind of life you want. You have nothing but opportunity in front of you. Like you have a life that a lot of people would love to have. So stop complaining. And so I start saying like saying to myself, all right, what are all the things that I am appreciative for? What are the things that I want to keep in my life? Because I believe sh like thinking about those things means that I'm going to keep them for the most of them. You know, it, even if that's not true, it as a thought experiment, it really helps you get to a better place in your mind. Um, so I start thinking like, I'm so glad for my kid. I'm glad that he and I have a solid killer relationship that like we've got each other's backs no matter what. There's no, there's no like me him having to act a way to try to impress me to make me feel whatever you know like me and him have just a solid friend to friend relationship and we trust each other we believe in each other we confide in each other um to a profound level and i'm so damn appreciative of that i'm appreciative that i have a really great mother i mean my mom is my mom and i are thick as thieves dude and we always have she's been my biggest fan forever she's just a positive beacon of light of a human being there's never talking to my mom where you don't come out of it being like damn you know like i kind of feel all right now i feel good <laughs> you know my mom's like a building builds you up kind of a person she's just really positive so i'm appreciative of that i'm appreciative that i have a really awesome car that like works and i don't have any problems with my car like i feel great driving it i, I feel great that like i have three dogs Sometimes I'm not grateful of that. <laughs> Sometimes those little assholes piss me off. But in general, like they all love me. They're all really good dogs, you know? So this is the exercise. This is what I do. I'm not sitting here bragging about all the stuff I have. I'm telling you, this is what I do in my mind when I'm feeling crazy in my head. And I notice that I'm spiraling and I'm spiraling. And I keep thinking about arguments and stupid stuff. And this person said this and they commented on this under the video, like whatever. I just push all of it. I say, stop. Okay. What are you appreciative for? What's going right in your life? And just the simple act of focusing on different stuff starts my mind in a completely different direction. And for as long as I do it, the longer, the better, the more that you're able to continue the thing and keep going. Like for, if you could sit there for an hour in your head and you're spending time having conversations with yourself that are constructive and that are like of benefit and that feel good, it, this, you have the same amount of life that's moving forward. So it's like, why, why walk through a minefield when you have a perfectly paved road off to the right? You just have to choose to switch which path you're on. And so after a while of doing this, you start to get to a point where like the majority of your thoughts all the time are the positive things. Negative things are still there if you want to choose to think about them. But how is that going for you? You know, like 
how is being fearful? How is being regretful, remorseful, doubting yourself, scared? How is all of that working for you? I'd say at least try. Like, why not just change the channel one day and be like, all right, today I'm going to like, I'm going to have a journal and I'm just going to write some stuff, positive affirmations. I know that has like a woo woo term associated with it, but it's because the shit works. If you spend a lot of time thinking about what you're grateful for, what you're so appreciative that you have in your life, or even the things that you want to have without getting attached to outcome, without getting the fear involved. Like for me, I'm going back to school to get my electrical engineering degree. You know, like for me, there's a lot of reason that I could fear the outcome. Uh, you know, I'm not going to make it in. I'm not going to get to the school that I want. I you didn't have gleaming, you know, SAT scores in school or any of that. I don't care. So like I've trained my mind over years to not worry about all of the I can'ts. And I just think about the I can's and I have such a high degree of self-confidence now that I don't worry about how I'm going to make things happen. I just say, I'm going to do this and I know it's going to work out and I'm going to move hell or high water until it does. And I just keep moving in that direction. So that's, that's, I think the biggest technique or the biggest thing I can tell people, if you have a lot of negative self-talk, uh, that is a you problem that has a you solution to it. Uh, it, it, the practice of meditation, I don't know if any of you are like into meditation or not, try, not trying to get too woo woo on all of y'all, but there's a reason people meditate because it works. It's the same thing. It's sitting in silence for, for an extended period of time, any period of time really. And watching your mind do backflips and somersaults and go on and on and on. It's actually extremely difficult at first to stop your mind from thinking thoughts, to just not think at all. So a lot of times when you're meditating people, when you're starting out, they teach like focus on your breathing because at least you're taking that crazy mind that's moving all over the place and going from thing to thing to thing uncontrollably, just like on its own. And you're focusing it on one thing, just your breathing. And you're going to breathe in, breathe out breathe in, breathe out. And then the little hamster starts fucking turning and the thoughts start and you start thinking about, Oh, I hear a dog off in the distance. I wonder whose dog it is. Why don't they put their dog inside their dog barks all the time? God, where are my dogs? Oh shit. Where are my dogs? Are my dogs even home anymore. And then you realize up, oh, I'm doing it again. I'm thinking, okay, refocus back on the breath, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. I wonder what I'm having for dinner tonight. Breathe in, breathe out. Oh, what did I have for dinner last night? Oh crap. I haven't gone and got groceries. Breathe in, <laughs> breathe out. I need to go get groceries. And then your mind's off again. It's like off to the races, the uncontrollable thought process that our minds go through. The reason behind meditation is to get control of that. And once you start doing meditation, you start realizing like, Jesus, this happens to me all day long while I'm awake and while I'm sleeping. Dreams are just an expression of this. It's just that your, your mind is still thinking thoughts, but you don't have any visual cues around you because your eyes are shut and your prefrontal cortex is turned off. So none of it even makes sense. It's not logical, but your mind is constantly moving and chewing on thought, but your dreams tend to follow the pattern of what you think about through the day, whatever worries, whatever fears, whatever problems, whatever things are going on. A lot of times you end up dreaming about them too, because your mind's just programmed to be thinking a certain kind of thoughts. So if you program your mind to think different thoughts, you'll notice a lot of different perspective in life. You'll think different things. You'll feel a different way. 
And for a lot of you, you've never even known that this is a possibility, but you don't like to, to feel like there's problems every single day. You feel like your life is a certain way and you feel like the opportunities you have available to you are very you know limited to whatever you have seen them be. But until you like change your mind and start thinking differently and acting differently and just try something new, even try like listening to different kinds of music. Like if you listen to sad, depressing, angry stuff all the time, try flipping the channel, like try to find some different music that you might not find yourself constantly putting on playlists, but like. I don't know, try something different that has a positive message that's happy. The more like stuff that you can push in your mind to chew on and you choose what that stuff is, the better your mind's going to eat and the better outcome that you're going to get from that. It's just like the human body. What you eat, it, it directly goes into your body and creates cells and it fuels your body. So what you eat literally becomes who you are. So if you're eating crap, you're going to have a crap body, crap health, crap, you know, everything. You're going to feel like crap. But if you eat good stuff, you're going to feel good. And the, the same thing goes. Like if you're working out, if you're doing good things for your body and going on walks and stuff like that, your body's going to feel good. You're going to feel good. The same is true for thoughts. So get out of the, the, the crazy landscape of problems and anger and shine your flashlight on some other thing. You know, if you're looking at the same stories in the same wall and you're in a dark room and the only thing you got is a flashlight and you refuse to look at any of the other walls around, you're just looking at this terrible story on the wall right in front of you and you hate that story and it's the worst story and it's the story where you don't get what you want and you don't get what you need and your life sucks because of this story and this picture that's painted on the wall. Turn 90 degrees and shine it on a different wall, my dude. There's different stuff painted on different walls. And you got the ceiling you could look at. You got the floor. Shoot, there's even a door in this room. You could open that door and walk out and see what's on the other walls. You could go out and adventure and there's not even walls anymore. And you could just go see cool stuff. All right, I know I'm getting like super woo-woo and stupid with y'all. But my point is, until you realize how much control you have over your mind, you have none. Once you realize how much control you have over your mind, you have so much power. And if you can put your attention in a direction that you want things to go, yes, you're still going to have failure from time to time and you're still going to have failure often. But if you're not so tied to the story of failure from your past, you're going to succeed at a lot of things that you otherwise wouldn't have even attempted. And that's life. We just like, we keep trying stuff to see what works or we don't do anything because we're too damn afraid to make any mistakes. But I will tell you the most successful people out there, they're doers, regardless of failure. They fail and fail and fail and fail, 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 fail until one day they succeed at something. And then they just fail a bunch more after that until they try to find another thing that they're successful about. So I think fear of failure is, um, is probably something from your past. Um, a lot of our stories and things from our past follow us and they haunt us throughout life. And the fact that you even spend an iota of time in the past, in your mind, the past only exists in your mind. There is no past. There isn't like an, a moment where you could just go live in the past outside of in your head. You can't live in the future either. Where is the future? Where can you go walk in, into a room and open the room and you're in the future? It's not here. The only thing you have is right now. The moment you are in, 
and life is 90 years of right now. And it's in the present moment that you are in currently right now where the decisions that you're going to make have to change. You have to start making new behaviors, start making new decisions, practicing new things. So for me, when I, um, when I, you know, when I feel like I've been inconsistent I feel like I'm not doing well, I'm starting to gain weight. It's always because of my, 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 my now decisions, I decided to not go to the gym instead of go to the gym. I decided to eat a bag of chips instead of eat a, you know, like steak and mashed potatoes and green beans. I decided to not drink water for three days and now I'm dehydrated. I decided to not floss my teeth. So now my gums are bleeding like crazy. It's the present moment where you decide to or to not do something that is going to define the result of your life. And if you just start deciding different things and start changing your now moments to start doing the right choice, the thing that you know you should do and not worry about how like the failure or anything from it after a, you know, day one, day two, day three, day 90, day 180, your entire life is going to be a completely different life than it was before. So just have patience and stop hating yourself. Try to be mindful of your thoughts because your thoughts are usually the thing that keep you down. They're usually the the thing that keeps you in the place that you're in and keeps you from the place where you want to be. And uh, have a little bit of compassion for yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, how long can you hold eye contact without trying to break it, without having a reason that that eye contact means something deeper? Um, that's another thing too. Like when I was young, I, I would look in the mirror and I was so ashamed with who I was for just stupid things. Or I was so angry that like, I couldn't keep eye contact with myself for a while. Like after a while, I would just start thinking like, you're a piece of shit. You're fucking, you're, you're this, you're that, you know? And so I would like break eye contact and I'd walk out of there. It was just an uncomfortable experience because my internal dialogue or monologue, I guess my internal thoughts about myself were not great. But now when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, yo, you're pretty dope. <laughs> you, you you know stuff and you like do stuff and you do stuff good <laughs> you speak good got pretty mouth boy no but I, like i have a really good self-image now like i know my self-worth i know my worth in a relationship like who i am to a person i know who i am when i walk into a company if i'm going to work for a company like i know i'm going to be one of the best people there i'm going to be one of the top people because i put effort into being so I know I'm going to study longer than anyone else studies. I'm going to stay later. I'm going to come in earlier. Like I just, I've spent a lot of my now time making right choices after making a whole lifetime of wrong ones. And just the simple choices that I've made and the things that I tell myself, the way that I talk to myself in my head has changed everything in my life. It's the reason I am where I am. And so now I sit here about to climb this mountain of electrical engineering. And all I have behind me is high school algebra. Well, that's not true. Like I took college calculus and then had a kid and didn't finish but i've like had up to pre-calculus but that was 20 years ago bro i'm 38 i graduated 20 years ago and i'm about to start taking uh i have to take pre-cal and then i have to take calculus one i have to take calculus two i have to take calculus three i have to take differential equations i have to take linear algebra probability and statistics physics one physics two chemistry i have to take all these things and i'm like holy hell this is this is a lot but i don't worry like that's where my thoughts stop about the whole thing i'm just like eh, you'll do it don't worry about it you got this like you're dope <laughs> you could do anything you want to do 
if there's anything in my mind, I'm the only person I think in my mind or in my life that doesn't doubt the outcome. Most of the people in my life, like they love me. They know that I will do what I've like set my mind to. But a lot of them are like, man, really? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yes, really? No doubt about it. Let's go. Uh, I have kind of like a ready fire aim <laughs> outlook on things. I would rather do than do not. I would rather try something and fail through experience, through actually doing it, than sit and worry and get lost in my mind and and have doubts and then not make a decision. By the time I die, I want to have tried and tasted so many things rather than somebody telling me like, Hey, a dragon fruit's really bad tasting. You shouldn't taste it. I'm going to be like, nah, bro, give me the dragon fruit. Let me taste it for myself. I want to see. And I think that mindset really helps, but it also helps that I have a positive, um, I have a positive story in my life that I tell myself every day. And I have for a really long time. And I will tell you, it goes away. You know, like there's days where I struggle and I'm like, okay, well today I feel like a bag of assholes and you know, like I don't really feel great or something has happened to make me feel off. Um, but I very quickly realize what's happening and I change it and I push the positive back in and it's done wonders for me. It's been the single, single handed best thing that's ever happened to me is the realization that my thoughts uh, create my life. And so to change my life, I need to change my thoughts and change my now moments so that I make better decisions right now, not tomorrow, not in three hours, like right this second. And then right the next second, I'm going to do it again. And in three hours from now, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. You know, it's just a behavior. It's a shift of perspective, a shift of your thinking, and then a shift in how you act. Stop hating yourself. Start showing yourself some compassion, some self-awareness, uh, self-awareness, <laughs> self-awareness, um, the, all the stuff that's, that's been beating you up from your past. Um, I know some people probably suffer a lot more than others for some really traumatic and crazy things, but all of that is still back there in a non-existent space in our current reality. It is existing in your head and that might require some reflection on, um, just choosing to think about different things because really your mind is, can't be in two different places at one time. Like I know people can multitask and, and think about a lot of different things, but if you're constantly reading books, listening to a certain kind of music that you're choosing, telling yourself positive affirmations, if you're like thinking about all of these things, your mind's not going to be on all that crazy stuff from your past. It, that stuff will return in your moments in between your, you know, purposeful moments in between there. Yeah. Things will creep back in, but the more you busy what's in front of you, and busy, like what your mind is able to be chewed on the further and further that past craziness, that, that story is going to be, and it's going to be a lot easier for you to focus on other stuff. I kind of look at it as like a relationship. So like if you're in a relationship with somebody for a really long time and something bad happens and then the relationship ends, right? Marriage, something like that. At first it's going to really suck. And you're going to be constantly thinking about everything that happened and how much you wish you said this and oh my God, I didn't even realize this and blah, blah. You're like stuck in it. I went through a divorce. I, you know, for the first like six months, it was a crazy, crazy place in my head. And it was not good, but I went through it for six months. I had to go through that thing. And then the realization was like, I'm still so close to this and I don't need to be. My problem where I feel like I can't do anything in life and I'm depressed and I'm angry and I'm sad and I just want to fucking like destroy a window, you know, is because I'm sitting there in these thoughts still. And it's been six months. So I was like, in order for me to get more space away from this and eventually like heal 
and be able to go into another relationship trusting a human being again, I need to start focusing on something else. So I started to go to boxing classes and I started going to the gym and I got a motorcycle and I would just go out for cruises. I started reading a lot, uh, you know, rock climbing. Like I was doing stuff to just separate my mind from the craziness. And then when I got done with those things, sure, I would go sit back at home and the craziness would come back in again. And so I'd pick up a book or I'd start writing or I would do something, just something different than I was doing, sitting on the couch, staring at the ceiling, wanting to like blow my house up, you know, different behavior over time, you know, over a few months, I started to notice like, whoa, I don't feel so strongly as I used to feel like it's still there. It still sucks. It still comes and haunts every once in a while, but because I'm spending so much other time focused on other stuff, enough time passes that my mind doesn't sit on that crappiness as long anymore. And then after more months, you know, another like a year down the line, those thoughts are still there. They still come in every once in a while, but you've spent so much time getting over that and working through newness in your life that you kind of see things in a positive way. You're like, Oh dude, I got this new thing that I've been doing all the time and I'm actually starting to get really good at it. And like, I'm going out and having fun and going to boxing and meeting new people. And I'm, you know, getting my face smashed in and getting humbled, you know, and then smashing out somebody else's face in and, and like feeling good. I don't mean like being violent is the solution. I just mean like boxing is a, t- a very technical, um, athletic thing to do and it's really a humble and great experience but uh then you notice like two years ago it goes by and you notice yeah those old feelings that i had are still there somewhat and they come in and remind me every couple of days or every you know once a week or two but they don't run my life and they're just these moments that creep in that i can bat away because i'm busy over here doing all this other stuff i don't have time for this craziness behind me you know and so like, you do that for like another year and you just keep busying yourself you notice that you start to lift out of the fog and you're in a completely different place and the only place where all that craziness exists is in this back recess of your mind that every once in a while creeps in and i will tell you i'm coming up on four years from uh being divorced and every great once in a while that that woman's name will like appear in my head somewhere or like i will see some i don't know something or like a song or something that creeps in that it's like oh wow reminds me of her but i there's zero emotion about anything anymore i've gotten to a place over years now where i've healed myself to the point where i'm ready to be in a relationship with a person and be trusting and open and not worry about any of that other stuff like that that person from my earlier life is not in any way part of my life anymore has no control over my feelings nothing so like i've completely changed my now moments enough to where the current now is com- is so far away from that old story that old version of everything but the only way to do it is to to like start reorganizing your day and doing different things than you're currently doing cuz let's be honest if you're feeling any impact from this it means what you're doing is not working for you. And if you disagree, I mean, look around at your life. If you think that things are that you're that all the self-talk is okay. And that you're sitting and chewing on negative and like getting pissed off at people when they pull out in front of you and letting just people just ruin your day and letting like the smallest little things just set you off. How, <laughs> how is that working for you? Uh, I bet if you change something, it would change a lot of things. So anyways, enough talking at you guys. Um, Love you crazy people, and uh, you should too.